What's up, folks? David Soto Jr. here, and this is the David Soto Jr. Podcast. What's up, folks? Welcome to episode 34 of the David Soto Jr. Podcast. I am your host, David Soto Jr., coming to you from Ellisville, Missouri. Um, pretty much you can say St. Louis, Missouri, but we're out here in the county. Um, the part of the St. Louis that I used to make fun of. Shouldn't be drinking coffee while I record a podcast, but what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Today's topic is something I don't know. I'm sure I can crank out 20 minutes on this topic. I didn't spend a lot of time doing the research for it. I didn't, didn't make a lot of notes, but what I want to talk about is minimalism, which I have been a minimalist for a while now, but I, it's the topic, uh, it's, I'm noticing things now, now that I spend time with someone who is not a minimalist and I can see the impact it has on my life, not negative, but I noticed like things that I'm, that I used to take for granted that I notice now and they're not that big of a big of a of a deal really but it's I can see now why being a minimalist was so good for me um one of the things and this is the biggest thing is the that I've noticed recently is the decision making that has to be done now uh, I started to really notice it I brought it to my attention when I went hunting with my uh, buddy in Colorado last month, two months, October. Yeah. So a couple months ago I went hunting and because now that I, I am in Missouri, um, first of all, you, you know that I used to live in my van just up, up until, you know, July of last of this year. So whenever I would go to hang out with my buddy, whether it's a hunting trip or fishing trip, I had everything that I needed with me. In fact, everywhere I went, everything I needed was always with me. Um, and that used to be a joke. He's like, we're going ice fishing uh, this weekend. You coming? I'm like, yeah, I'll be sure to bring my fishing gear. And that's the joke, right? Because I lived in my van. And so every time I went down to see him to go fishing or whatever the case was, I always had my stuff with me. Uh, so this first this was the first time where I meet up with him to do something, some of our outdoor activities, and I had to pack for the trip. So I had to pack for a hunting trip and fly there. One of the things that I did was pack a footlocker, a plastic footlocker full of hunting gear and sent and shipped it out. Um, because I didn't want to deal with it on the plane and I didn't want to like, I don't like checking bags, uh, et cetera, et cetera, all this other stuff. But so I sent a full locker out and I had to put the stuff in there that I thought I was going to need and only the stuff that I was going to need. There was a limited amount of space. And then I took my carry on. So when I got there, everything I had was there. There was no other options for me. And one of those things I put in my full locker was my black muck boots. <sighs> Now, I've been using these muck boots. Uh, I ordered my first pair. And, and uh, you know, they can be called rain boots or whatever. 
But I bought my first Paranite rack. Um, I worked there as a contractor and that year was the worst rain in like a hundred years or some shit. And if you know anything about a desert, it doesn't absorb water very well. So as it was just raining and raining and raining for 40 days and 40 nights, the water was just uh, everywhere. And I had to quickly jump online and order a pair of boots. And those boots just came in handy. Um, they were just perfect. And I could just kick them off and I could walk through water up to like 15 inches. And it was just perfect. And I held on to those pair of boots and ended up when it came time to go hunting when I stick because I never hunted until after uh, I came back from Iraq when it came down to go hunting I just I started wearing those boots I'm like I didn't have anything else oh no I think what happened was I went on a trip um across a country and I ended up in Utah so I drove all the way from Missouri to Utah I think I slept in my car in Colorado and then drove all the way to Utah. And by the time I got to Utah, the sun was setting and, and I had no idea how cold it was really going to be. And I arrived there and I was in flip-flops. And the guy, there was a guy camping there by himself. This is December, okay? And the guy, turned said, he, you know, we ended up you know, drinking and, and sitting by the campfire with this guy, but he said he noticed me because he heard my flip-flops, and he's like, who's wearing flip-flops out here? Um, so when I went to the car to realize my feet are going to freeze, I didn't pack any shoes, all right? Barefoot, minimalist, shoe-wearing guy, running, barefoot running guy. I didn't realize that I didn't have any shoes or boots, and for some reason, these muck boots, rain boots, were in the trunk of my car at the time, and I... Uh, had no other option. I put on thick socks that I had did to have the forethought to bring, and I just put these boots over. And that was the first time like I was ever I went everywhere with these boots. And then as I started to go hunting, I would I would just like put on double layer of socks, put these boots on, and I could just hike through everything in the snow. And and then I, as the years went by, and I got new, I would replace these boots. I'm sure I'm talking a lot about these goddamn boots. My point is, is I found these things, these things very useful. So when I shipped a footlocker to Colorado, I put these muck boots in. And when I got there, I realized all I had was a pair of Sanooks, which if you've ever worn Sanooks or know what they are, they're basically like house slippers. You know, the soles are yoga mat and uh, the insoles are yoga mat materials. They're really, really wide and, 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 uh, they're not tied on your feet and you can slip your feet in and out of them. You know, there's, there's no lace and laces. I wore those on a plane. I wore those there. And then the only other pair of footwear that I have there are these rain slash muck boots. And my buddy's like, you're going to wear those hunting. I'm like, yeah, that's what I wear when I hunt. And he goes, how are those going to be for hiking? I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. I don't have any other option. And I just realized that. I only have these Sanooks, which are house slippers, essentially. Uh, at least they look like house slippers. Um, and these muck boots. So we went hunting, and we hiked. A bunch of hiking, a bunch of elevation, climbing over rocks and up and down mountains. And uh, they worked great. They were perfect. Walking in snow, walking in streams. It, 
they were actually perfect, I'd say. And they made it through all that hiking. And I never had to wonder, what boots am I going to wear? I only wore those. Now, my buddy, I even took a picture of uh, all our gear that we were that we were packing before we left. And he had a tote, a plastic tote, just specifically for boots. Now, he had at least three pairs in there. And he says, like, I'm saving room to see if you want to put your boots in there. I go, no, my boots are in my footlocker. I don't need to worry about it. He said, oh, in that case, I'll put another pair in. So this fool took at least four pairs of boots hunting. One is for a different temperature. One is better for hiking. One is more uh, waterproof. And one is just a good old pair that he's been wearing for a long time. And and uh, a pair that he likes to wear. So every morning he had to decide what pair of boots he was going to wear. Or for me, every morning, I just put on one pair of boots. I didn't have to think about it. And that may seem like you went through all the story to tell that. And, you know, that's that's your big discovery. But it is when you add all these little bits of decisions that you have to make every day. And they, they add up. And now I'm kind of noticing them. So, also, I took one pair of uh, long johns. One pair of, of you know merino wool base base layer shirt merino wool base layer uh pants and that's what i wore every day and one pair of socks i'm not gonna lie i took two pair of socks and i only wear one so i could have not taken that other pair of socks and, and yeah uh, his cabinet is washing machine so i did wash I did do a load of laundry once, but typically with Marina wool is you can uh, take your stuff off, hang it up, let it air out, and it won't retain any odor. That's what's really good about, as a min minimalist, that's what I see that is a really good thing about wearing Marina wool. Um, so that's when I really noticed. I'm like, he has to struggle every morning, and he would even say, like, which, which long underwear should I wear today? Which boots should I wear today? And... He has multiple shirts. Now, this is this is a, a really good friend of mine, and but I all uh, but because I spend so much time with him, I notice things, and I notice like how he uh, has multiple amounts of jackets, and how does he decide? And he loves jackets, and if we go anywhere like REI and he sees something, he'll buy another jacket. And I'm always like, you don't need another jacket. How many jackets do you need? So that that leads me to like what I recently experienced is living in this home, getting out of my van. I took out a jacket that I have not worn in two winters. It is a nice Patagonia down jacket. And it's, I mean, down jackets are shit. They're warm. They're nice. They're light. Um, two winters in a row, I did not wear this jacket. It was packed away and stuffed somewhere in my van. And I think, oh, the reason I got it out is because I shipped my jacket to Colorado. And it got a little cold here and I needed something to wear. So I was like, oh, I have that Patagonia down jacket. And I got it out. Um, when we lived, when we moved in this house, I uh, mounted a, a row of uh, hooks for coats. And I hung my Patagonia jacket on there. And I hung, hung my Carhartt jacket, which is the jacket I really love. And I go, I use it all the time. And that's what's got me through the past couple of winters. 
Um, and then I have a vest, so I need something a little bit. So when I need something, I need something light when it doesn't require a full coat and I need a full coat. And then when I have this Patagonia down jacket and every day I wondered because we walk the dogs at night and it's, it's essentially winter. And I'm like, do I need, do I wear the Carhartt jacket or do I wear the Patagonia jacket? My gloves are in the Carhartt jacket, but the Patagonia jacket is really warm. Uh, but if it's raining or snowing, I don't want to wear a down jacket because the down can't get wet or it's doesn't repel water like the Carhartt jacket does. And I realize that I'm every day because I have two coats. I have to think about which one I want to wear. And I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> so I took the Patagonia jacket or uh, coat and I put it in the closet. I put it away. And now every day I only have to, I don't have to make a decision or the only decision I have to make is, is it warm enough that I need sleeves or is it cool? And, and that's my decision. I don't have to decide which coat I want to wear because now I only have one. Like if it's going to be below 30, it's going to be, uh, uh, yeah, sub freezing weather. I'm obviously I'm going to need my coat. I don't have to make all this decision based on the weather. And that's how I've been living my life for the past uh, two winters. Is I only had one coat. If it's cold, I put this on. Don't have to make any decisions. Uh, another example is, you know who has two sets of silverware? And she likes to entertain and have her family over. And so she'll need the second set of, of silverware. Which I get. Also, it's kind of an heirloom because it was a grandmother. So she ended up get, getting it. She got these um, two sets of silverware. The problem is, is one, and here's the other thing, is organization. So when you have too much, when, you're, when you don't live a minimalist lifestyle, another factor that, that, that is affected is your organization. And... This is not necessarily missing this, but I guess organization is what I'm looking for, right? So, uh, space, uh, how much space it takes. So now we need two drawers. Now this is minor, like this isn't any major stuff, but it makes me think, right? Now we have two drawers with silverware. And which drawer do you open? Which set of silverware do you want to use, right? This is extra decisions that you don't have to make. If there was only one set of silverware also you run the dishwasher you wash the dishes now you have two different sets so not only do you have to distinguish oh this is a tall for a big fork this is a little fork this is a big spoon now you have to decide which set is which which goes in which drawer again not a big deal but i'm beginning to realize how much having more and more things adds a little bit of chaos to your life a little little bit of chaos and then imagine if we like everything is this hard, like everything, everything, not living a life as a minimalist, you have all of these little minor decisions that you have to make every day. Does that contribute to stress? Does that contribute to uh, 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 anxiety? Because if, if every, if I, if, if I had two options for everything and I had to decide and weigh the options, like, do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? 
we have uh wow this is a three-bedroom house we're renting one two three closets um four closets the nursery i have one little itty bitty closet which is so not used that we put their dirty clothes hamper in there because uh, there's so much room in there and this itty bitty closet of mine obviously i had enough clothes to get me through life and no extras very very little extra there's a cool jacket that i've held on to in top of the patagonia jacket i've held on to this dickies eisenhower jacket that i really like i haven't worn it in three years now <laughs> but i really really liked that jacket and it's something that i kept and that henry just just recently bought so anyways you know who has all of these closets she's taken up with closets in all all of the other rooms and then she has these furniture behind me full of other clothes now the biggest thing that i see is if i had all of these clothes how would i know what to wear every day how why would i burden myself with that decision uh it's winter time i have three flannel shirts so I wear these. I bought some merino wool t-shirts. Again, merino wool, you hang them up. I even did a whole Kickstarter campaign to make try and make some marine, my own merino wool. I don't know if I can get stuff from China anymore, so that, that dream is gone. But I don't know how she does it and how she has to pick out something out of all of these options. <clears throat> and I've kind of always been like that. My underwear, they're all black. They're all the same thing. They're silkies or uh, ranger panties. They're these uh, just itty bitty tiny little uh, running shorts that special forces and marines wear that I had to buy a pair as a joke one day and realize how awesome they are. And so that's what I wear. And I have six or seven. I don't have to decide what color I wanna wear what kind I want to wear. I just grabbed one every day. I don't have to decide. Uh, you know who said, hey, do you want a t-shirt? Uh, you know, uh, all your t-shirts are just plain. And I was like, no, I don't want any t-shirts because I don't want to have to decide what I want to wear. Like I used to really be involved in like matching and having, well, I still obviously like to a little I mean I'm still concerned about my appearance and how I look but I've thrown a lot of decisions out the window and I just basically wear black now I have because it's winter and I've gotten into wearing flannels and wearing a little bit of color I have three flannel shirts I alternate them I wear one a day while I'm while it's winter but I mean that's new for me I just last year I bought started wearing something ultimately I don't have to wear I have I would wear this a t-shirt a wool sweater and then my coat depending on and then I could take one off and on whichever just layer up essentially I'm babbling right now about clothes but anyways I don't have a lot of decisions to make it makes my life a little bit easier I had one more example that I want to talk about obviously I can babble
Oh, another thing is, uh, again, about the kitchen. It takes up so much space to have three different sets of bowls. <laughs> um, why not one set of bowls? Uh, and that reminds me of, again, my buddy from Colorado flew out to Missouri one day. Now, this is a few years ago. We did a Tough Mudder, stupid-ass Tough Mudder. And he stayed with me, and we, I cooked up some meals. And one day he said, Where's your, uh, where are your spoons? And I'm like, oh, uh, I think it's in the bedroom. Because I lived out of one room, and so I would go there, and I would cook my meals, and then go into the bedroom and eat. And, and I had a desk and a chair, and so I was essentially my table. And I said, I think it's in the bedroom. He goes, it? Like he couldn't fathom, and I never realized it because it never really crossed my mind. He says, it? I had one spoon. One spoon. And life was just so simple. You know, I had an, I had this apartment, I had this building I was renting that had an apartment in it. I was living in it, sleeping on the air mattress, living in a one bedroom apartment. No furniture except his desk. And the only place I really kind of have multiple things are, are, is the kitchen. Because I like to have different cookware. I don't like to use plastic, blah, blah, blah. But I had one spoon. Because that's how I ate my meals. Unless I needed a fork and a knife. But I had one fork, one knife, one spoon. And... I never had to worry about it and if it was dirty I washed it and I didn't have to look I never used the dishwasher that I had uh, very 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 rarely I think I carried like this thing of dishwasher soap to like two three different apartments or, or houses that I lived in because I never used because so I got we didn't get into it but I'm talking about you know like why do we need all these sets of bowls and she said do you want want to do dishes all the time like essentially use one and get it dirty put in dishwasher or like it doesn't make life easier i think people think having more options makes life easier it doesn't make life easier with one spoon i use it i wash it it's clean i don't when you have the option like i use it if you have multiple things use one leave it lay use another leave it lay and then you have a pile of those things that then they need to be like in this case spoons then they need to wash and then now you got to put them in a the dishwasher and there's a ton of them and I don't know if it makes things easier to have a bunch of something I don't think that it does I think it's I think it's added stress anyways I wanted to make a podcast and I because I think I need to put one out a week I don't know if this was a good episode <laughs> I just talk about um, minimalism, but things have, have caught my eye recently. And I was like, oh, I'm a minimalist, whatever. And I've lived my life for a couple of years. And now that I am living with someone and, and, and inter interacting and not being this loner living by myself, I, I'm beginning to notice things. Especially now that I live in a house and I am buying more things because I have more space to fill. Um, but I like to 
be creative and and and, and make things and I notice that I'm having and fix and I can fix stuff and now that I live in this environment I have to do things I do things and I need tools so I've been buying more and more tools who knows who knows what's going on anyways folks that's it I knew I would be able to talk about this for 20 minutes but let's see let's sum it up minimalism I think makes your life easier not harder like people's like oh I couldn't imagine going without this like it's so much easier there's so many things that you own and buy and have and store that you just just don't need and they actually add stress to your life extra things add each thing adds stress to your life <laughs> so the more and more stuff you have the more and more stress you were adding to your body to your life i don't know if that's true or not but i'm beginning to notice it anyways folks i appreciate you tuning in i hope this wasn't too boring uh I, let me see, will I put one out before Christmas? I don't know. Merry Christmas. Fuck it. If it's, if it, if it's not a, if it's not, if I get another one out, then I'll say Merry Christmas then too. But Merry Christmas. If you guys are interested in my writing, you can check out my Medium. I've been posting a lot about there. I'm beginning to learn that I am, feel like maybe I'm supposed to be an advocate for mental health. Let's talk about it. Let's not make it a bad thing. We can talk about obesity and diabetes and cancer and breast cancer and, and physical fitness and walking and blah, 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 all these things. But we can't talk about mental health because that's bad, right? Fuck that. Let's make it as easy to talk about as being overweight. Also, when it comes to being overweight, I want you to notice that there's a lot of this going on here. Maybe I should have a special weight loss episode because I've gained a lot of weight. Uh, also, check me out on Amazon, Amazon.com, David Soto Jr. for all of my books. My number one bestseller. It's not a number one bestseller, but my best seller is this book called Pass Your PT Test, a book I wrote about the how to pass the Air Force fitness exam. And uh, it's selling like hotcakes. And if you know anybody in the Air Force having trouble passing their PT test, I highly recommend my book. And if they get it, they can contact me directly if they have any questions. Anyways, folks, that's it. I appreciate you tuning in.